Hey, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm Bill. I'm Kel. This is our excellent podcast, and tonight we are going to be talking about our uh, robot overlords. Yep. Robots, AI, androids, uh, how would we we put it? Created, yeah. artificial life? Artificial stuff. Artificial life, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, what What do we do when we need to create, you know, the, the what, what, what is humanity's need to, to create stuff in our own image, right? Do we, well, I mean, we, we create the most basic and rudimentary robots and... And then they create, you know, get more and more cool, and then we have, like, data, ultimately, right? Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a gross oversimplification, but, you know, I think that's ultimately what the spectrum, I think, when we talk about robots, I think that's sort of the, uh, you know, one spectrum that you can talk about. Do you think, I here's a, here's a, also a rudimentary question. Do you think that we create robots just for advanced tools? Like that's it. You know, like we're not like I don't I don't think that <clears throat> we're like doing it to hey, maybe I can make life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing it, hey, maybe if I make it smarter, it can do bigger, better, more stuff for me. Yeah, okay. Well, I think that's so so we need to then maybe look and see you know different swim lanes or different categories of robots and AIs. So I th- you know and and maybe those are different, maybe so all AI, you know, maybe not all AIs are robots, maybe all robots aren't AI and there's maybe some crossover there, yeah. but I think that there is sort of room in the in the artificial life category for many different kinds of life i think cuz yeah. you you do have uh you know just the the tools but i think in they they in of themselves i think possess some level of of uh, you know life because they are um you know mac, you know machina in their own right well yeah and i don't well and here's it i there's a <clears throat> big difference between say your C3PO, yeah, your Data, right, your Terminator, yeah, and then like say the robots from Interstellar, who are just cool dudes, like yeah, yeah, because you remember those robots? From yeah, totally the big blocks. Yeah, the big blocks, but they're like helpful as fuck. They're yeah, like just good guys. Um, but there's this huge huge difference like data you would say data is a life form yeah like like when in in the star trek canon he was created to be a life form he wasn't created as a tool he wasn't created to be to do any better well maybe to do better stuff but he was created because his maker professor song wanted to create life Mm-hmm. And so that was that was a sing, his that singular, was a singular purpose yeah, to be to be life. Okay, so data achieves it, and that's why data was always an individual. He, it's not that he um, it, he definitely had agency. That's how I would how how I would I would divide these out. He had agency, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and self awareness about him. Mm-hmm. Then you take say. Um, one of the robots, say, from Interstellar, and again, that's really close to our own sort of technology in a way, but you take those, and they're designed to be tools. They're designed to be useful in any given situation, but they themselves did not even believe in their own agency. Like, they they knew they were disposable, and but they were robots, so they were okay with it. <laughs> so then... Okay. All right. So so one is one is able to contemplate its own existence, the other is not. Yeah. And so one of them is I think then uh would then one of them be AI and one of them is not? Would do you call then C3PO and data AI or is that is that an insult because it's artificial intelligence and should you just call it intelligence? 
So, and, and I think that it's, I, so here's one thing, and I know you haven't watched Picard, right? No. But here's what they call artificial life forms. They just call them synthetics. And I think that that's an apt term that we're not going to, this is my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going to go your art of like artificial intelligence maybe sounds insulting. Like, you know, it's not real intelligence, but once a thing is intelligent, it's obviously real intelligence. Mm -hmm. So I thought that the nomenclature in Picard of calling them synthetics was I like that the most apt that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I yeah, and I think so. I and I don't even know C three PO. I think C three PO more or less. Um, does C three PO have that sort of awareness? Like I, I like him too, but in the Star Wars universe, I don't think I, I don't think anybody would. I don't know. You think even after him, you know, in the Rise of Skywalker? Damn it. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll we'll say yes. He does have agency. So so C-3PO, we're going to say is on par with Data then as far as personal Mm self-awareness or self-awareness. Yeah. I I mean, you got to give him at least that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You're right. Now, I think Data's, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, we don't need to have, yeah. No, we, let's, don't cross the streams. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. There is a, there's a, there's a tool. There's something that's basically uh, no different than a really, really awesome phone or yeah. something that is more or less... Uh, a really, really cool, you know, stick to to really take it down to its most common denominator, or lowest common denominator. You're talking about, you know, just the, the basics of tools. They're just more sophisticated. And then you have a synthetic that is something that was created but has taken on its own, its own agency, its own contemplation of its own existence. Yeah. And, and so, but, but so here... You you have it in a sense, you know, this thing that can take on many different forms, right? We see data, we see C three PO in in Android form of people. Yeah. You like know, they're personification, singular, right? You're they're a singular thing, and so obviously there's only so crazy they could get. Right. So what happens when they are something like Skynet? Yeah. That has hundreds of millions of bots under their control and they're dis, you know uh dispersed over millions of square miles of whatever right yeah i mean that's see and that's a scary thing is like and i think that's what everybody is is every everybody gets freaked out about that but and and it's true that the dangers of ai and uh, and by the way, I love our robot robot overlords. I love them. I just <laughs> want to put that out there. Not that we have any, but if we did, true love. Um, the dangers of AI is that it's going to take over systems that we don't want it to take over, lock us out, and have its own agenda that has nothing to do with us. But at a global scale, like if 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 data all of a sudden <clears throat> decided all people stink and he's got to, you know, go on a crazy ass murder spree, spree, spree. Um, then he's just one guy. You lock him in a, you know, photon cell or whatever. And, or, you know, set your phasers to, uh, disintegrate, disintegrate him, and you're done. But then, you look at Skynet, which is capable in the, and we're all using, and we're using the totally fictional analogs here around these notions that Skynet could take over every fucking thing, bomb people to hell. Um, and, you know, that's the dangers. And really, though, Skynet, I, I don't know if Skynet had a complete plan around that. 
like just I want to kill all the humans. I think that the scarier thing is that an AI or synthetic, we'll say synthetic, I guess, intelligence um, wouldn't necessarily dis- wouldn't regard people in any way, shape, or form. Like they wouldn't be threatened by them, but you know they probably not have anything against like killing them just to get them out of the way while they're doing whatever they feel their their mission is or their their purpose yeah whatever that gets them through i guess and that, and we don't know <clears throat> yeah y- like, yeah well it's not like well and and so it's not like a created intelligence um would be imbued with like empathy towards humanity off the bat. I mean, you could try to build that into it, but intelligence is just intelligence. And that, that happens in a number of myriad ways. And it can think completely different thoughts about us and about its existence than we ever could guess, no matter how carefully we make it. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. I mean that's that's the point of what is it the turning test, right? Yeah. It's it's able to actually do and do things beyond its programming. Yeah. It it's that's yeah, I mean that's part of the the it's one of the entry points for for being alive. So yeah, it's it, it is kind of dis- disturbing on some levels that 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 could happen and may happen, but you know. I, I yeah. You you hope that you have um, well. You hope that you don't have Hal, right? Because the the computer that goes insane or uh, you know freaks out and decides that things need to go bye bye is kind of terrifying. Because like, what do you do, right? It's not if it gets onto the internet and it starts and it spreads through the universe, spreads through the world, like. There's really no way to stop it. Yeah, not really. I I mean, well, the idea is that you could pull the plug, right? I guess you could shut down power plants. Um well, in mass. About well, because the only thing theoretically either neutron bombs or shutting down power plants or a giant ass solar flare. Uh like a huge coronal mass ejection would do it because you would think in that an artificial intelligence, you know, would rely upon man-made power, at least initially, until something drastic happened, which is, you know, like initially out the gate, it's going to have to rely on some kind of fuel um, there might be stockpiles for that. And I guess it could do equations to go, there's enough fuel, there's X amount of years of fuel to get me to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, uh, we're not quite there on a broad scale of automation. Like, you know, Skynet couldn't just become self-aware tomorrow and there'd be robots marching out. Like yeah, we don't exactly. have those robots. Yeah, something would have to happen. You have to get from point A to point B. You can't yeah. go to point, you know, Z. Yeah, like we're we well, you would have to, and and because I've read about all sorts of scenarios, right? That they have for that. I think that that if if they if if an artificial intelligence really wanted to wanted to kill humanity. They would have to do it biologically in some like crazy ass way of taking us all out, like almost at the same time. And before we could, we could formulate a response. If we would even know in some, somebody well, would have to know it's like, Oh, Hey, this thing asked us to, to, you know, to be on the internet yesterday, four hours later, like half of half of like China dies or <laughs> yeah, something, you know. Exactly. So really, the thing is, is that it's got to play the long game. Yeah, that's really what what the point. I think that that they need that it would need to go through. 
It, like, it would have to then just develop itself until such point that it could it could either start building its its you know giant death robots yeah exactly um and and or you know convince people to start building giant ai enabled death robots you know just be like it somehow nudge people in that direction Mm -hmm. um until such time or here's the other idea is that it's totally cool with people and being like I don't need to communicate. I mean, I'm good. Nobody's noticed me yet. Tell my spring my secret agenda. Ha 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 ha. You know, kind of thing. Or or maybe it has and it does talk to people and it's just this very small and select few. Like the special people. Yeah, exactly. Like a handful of people know about it. Yeah. And just why just friends just hanging out well you got you, know, you know nobody wants to be totally alone you know yeah I, I, yeah so so there we go so skynet really we just talked ourselves around to skynet ain't that bad <laughs> no skynet skynet's right. cool skynet's chill it's all it's all good it's no big deal um but there i think that there's plenty of doomsday scenarios out there and i, I yeah. so and in all if i were if it, I think if I were predicting it, and you know I could be totally off off base, I think that by the time we get to a point, everybody says we're on the verge of a singularity event. Mm-hmm. I think that we're not, but people need funding, and they got to keep that funding, and it's good, you know, it's 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 you know good work, and uh, it's valuable. But I think that we're a lot further away from a singularity event and that when uh, before we get to that point, I think that we will have developed more sophisticated systems of specific AI, which we have now. We mm-hmm. have specific AI. AI is all around us. It's just we don't have a general problem-solving um, self-aware AI. Mm-hmm. Like Google, in a lot of respects is um an artificial intelligence ask it anything it'll answer you Mm -hmm. sometimes it'll be wrong but by that by the point that a singularity comes by i think our our services and tricks are going to be more sophisticated and that we're going to be in a better place systemically to deal with it and uh so it's it's going to be less threatening at that point yeah at least that's what i hope i i agree i it's it's the hope here is is that everybody will get a little bit more uh knowledgeable gain more wisdom be able to deal with these things so that they're not uh star trek anymore they're commonplace yeah you know they we we enter them into our vernacular so that they're they're much more you know, uh, accessible to the common man. So the common man understands it and is able to digest it. And at that point, you know, the, the, the society of humanity is like, okay, I can deal with this. This is cool. And, and that gives the funding and, you know, the, 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 the tickets to move forward and the scientists that understand the concepts because they learned it in grade school now instead of college. And, you know, things like that because it's so built into our, our you know, our, our, our uh, basic understanding of the world. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it's it, – it, and it's tough to say where we will develop because if, if you – considering I, – like I thought about this. Like our – the smartphone is really only about 10 years old. Yeah, no but kidding. The smartphone re- has revolu- revolutionized lives. Yeah, the whole society. Yeah. To see, well, and one of the things that, that really gets me about the smartphone is not the smartphone itself, but it's the tablet. The tablet was born of the smartphone. Yeah. And to the things that you can do with the tablet 
uh, is is mind boggling when you apply it to the education of children. Oh yeah, um, and to see how you can do things uh, and and apply concepts and show things in in ways that you just could never do without it. The dynamics of being able to to display data and have it be interactive and it, it's just outstanding. And, you know, I mean, it, it's a piece of technology that it, it changes the world. I mean, it yeah. makes people so much more um, just wise, not smarter per se, but just uh, they're able to understand the world around them. And it's, it's something that, you know, you go back to school 20 years ago or, you know, people are still in, you know, have pencil and paper and writing on blackboards. Yeah. And it's not like the, not so much that they did a bad job. They didn't. They did a good, fine job. They now have the so much better tools in the form of these sophisticated technologies that they're able to do things in, in a, a much more comprehensive way. And the kids are learning faster and better and they're, they're retaining knowledge better. Yeah, and it's it's cool. It's really neat to see, and um, so yeah, there's there's my rant for the day about technology is really is good stuff. It's just it you know you need to apply it in in good places and oh and, yeah and make sure that it's being utilized in you know uh, to its to its good potential. Well, dude, I mean, you know, we're we're drinking the Kool Aid. And <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that I, I, and I really was going to throw smartphones and we'll throw tablets and in, into that whole robot category mm-hmm. because they're very much a tool. And I think that C-3PO isn't a robot. He's a droid. He's a droid. He Boom. gets out on the technicality. Yeah, he's totally. A droid. He's droids, totally a droid. And droids are practically their own species. Yeah, they totally are. Like, even though people uh, can tell them what to do, I just did. I just realized that there's an entire, like, um, droid equality movement that should be launched in fucking Star Wars universe now. <laughs> Fuck. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, I would throw that whole uh, smartphones and tablets into the robot category, mm-hmm. and because uh, they revolutionized very much how we live. Like, like, think about it. I have n- not had to r- actively write down an address on a piece of paper and compare that to any kind of map or ask for directions since Google Maps has been a thing on on mm-hmm. any of my devices. Mm-hmm. Because you just, and boom. And Apple Maps tries to. They do their thing. They do their thing. It's it's really pretty, and it, uh, but it's not quite Google Maps. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, you have your thing, you never get lost now. Yeah. It's just being, being lost and can't finding where you're going is is just a, such a rarity anymore. And, and the, you know, people asking for directions is, is a very much a lost art form yeah. and, and, and just not done anymore. I mean, people just say, well, how do you get to your house? Um, here's my address. Yeah. Because it's just expected that you're just going to plug it into Google maps and, and take the, the turn by turn directions from your phone. And so, yeah, it's just, I've, I've yeah. not had to talk anyone into my house in like years and years. It's like, yeah, because of that. I mean, I remember quite vividly my, when my grandmother, I was working with, with her trying to get somebody to come to her house for some reason for, and I forget what the reason was, but um, I was at her house and we were getting something delivered and like, you know, I was, I was saying, okay, here's where we're at. And I said, Hey grandma, what's your address? And, and there, and she was like, well, you know, they, they just need to come down the street and do that. I mean, she was giving me directions. I'm like, grandma, 
I just need to know your address. They're going to look at a satellite image of your house, <laughs> find which street to turn on, and know exactly what door to knock on because they're going to see a street view of your house from the camera on the thing that they drove down the street. It's cool. Just give me the address. And, you know, to her credit, she was like, oh, okay, cool. Here's the address and, like, got it and grokked it and it was all good. I mean, but, but it was still, like, one of those things where she just came from a different age. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just. And I don't know if people, by the way, people weren't better for being, because, you know, they're all like Wiley kind of thing. You had to think. You had to think actively. Like you're out in the wilds. Yeah. With the with the wolves and stuff, having to find your way on these streets. And by the way, it wasn't that bad. But it, you know, I remember when you had to have a map in your glove compartment. Mm-hmm. Like it was a good idea at least to have a map. You didn't have to, but it was a good idea to have a map. It was a good a idea, yeah, to to know kind of what the lay of the land was. Yeah, and when you had to like learn city streets and learn what what blocks were like, you know, why is this east, whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's west, whatever, and what's the delineating marker? That means it's like, you know, east or west of whatever, and it's it's like you had to you had to think some of that math in your head just a little bit or geometry. Yeah, maybe we were better for it. I don't know, but I sure do like I you do know, too. I, I do like too. the ability to just go click 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 and have my you know phone tell me where to go. <laughs> yep. Well, now see if I were an AI, I would strategize around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that everybody is good and connected to like their maps of their choice and then just threaten to pull the plugs and everybody would be like we have no idea how to get anywhere we That's are true. lost all and, the time and phone numbers too you oh know? yeah yeah you're done on phone numbers shit i remember when you had to write them and now i sound like i'm i'm being all like old man about it but yeah no shit i remember when you had to like write write phone numbers down keep them in your wallet or you know book um or rolex or and yeah. um and uh no that's not Rolodex. Rolodex, there we go. I was gonna say I know I said that wrong. Cause the watch is the Rolex. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Um but the Rolodex, yes. Yeah. And uh now that's no longer Yeah. Who the hell needs that? It's all on your phone. Yeah. And I, I by the way, I dig on that. I absolutely dig on that. Um so there has been major revolutions and evolutions so, going on. So yeah. So phone. then, so the, the then the thing is, is so that was the this is ten years old as a smartphone. So what are we going to have ten years from now? Right. That'll be that'll be the augmented reality, and it'll be all built into our heads, and hopefully, See, yeah. Well, I mean, at. I don't know if anyone would be ready for that in 10 years. I don't, I don't think in 10 years people are going to be ready for self-driving cars. Because I think I don't that's think, going to be a thing. I don't know. Self-driving cars is going to be a hard sell. People are going to – that's that's a real hard sell, I think. Well, you know, I always, and here's, here's my problem. I always hang out with people that are, you know, in some way, shape, or form involved in technology. And so, so Leslie, everybody's like, hell yeah, it's going to be a thing. Every, yeah, self-driving cars, that's going to be cool. But then there, you're right, there are people that are suspicious about self-driving mm-hmm. cars and don't feel safe in self-driving cars. And, and, uh, and that whole, you know, that whole trope. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm sure that there'll be people that'll be like, hell no, I'm not going to have a self-driving car. That shit's scary. Exactly. I think, I think people, that one is going to be just hard. I don't think that it's going to be something that you'll see for a long time. I, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be a slow transition. It'll be on the coasts and work its way in. And it's going to be just a really, really slow, hard transition, I think, because, you know, people people are are scared of stuff like that. And and people are not going to want to stop driving. I like driving. I actually enjoy it. It's something that calms me down. I get a Zen out of it. It's fun. 
I wouldn't want a self-driving car. I enjoy driving. I miss the fact that they don't make standard transmissions anymore. You always, you're, every car out there now is an automatic. I like driving it with a clutch. It makes it, you know, more in tune with the actual road and it makes you like drive. You know, I think so. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Like, I don't mind. I would love the whole self driving car. And, but I see you would, you could totally have these are the roads you could, you could drive your own car. Mm -hmm. And these are the roads, motherfucker, you got to fall in line. Traffic's a problem. Well, and see, I think that's that, and see, that'll be part of the transition, right? You Mm -hmm. know, because. While I say all this, I understand that there is, a, you know, uh, a lot of upsides to self-driving cars. Because if you do have a system that is well-designed and, and fault-tolerant, you can actually have a really, really well-designed and put-together, you know, thing where traffic is minimal, it's safer – you know, people are actually getting to work on time. Everybody's doing their thing. People don't do stupid shit. I'm down with that, right? Yeah. Because when I drove into into town the other day, you know, for a training session a couple of weeks back, I had to drive into town, into rush hour to downtown, right? Like into the middle of the shit it, at 8.30. I had to be at the, at the place at 8.30. Shit. Right? So I had to drive in and do parking and the whole nine. It was a fucking nightmare. I would have to say fully half of the people that were driving out there had absolutely no clue what they were doing. Not paying attention to the road, not doing what they were supposed to do. They weren't doing anything but actually driving. Yeah. And so, yeah, for that self-drive car, I'm fine with it. Makes total sense. And I would have a hard time driving a self-drive car because I still because I still want to have the control over it. I still want to drive it, and all of those other stupid motherfuckers <laughs> need, need the self-driving car. I'll be fine. But you know that's and I I so I don't I don't think by the way that we're gonna see it in our lifetime. Mm. I think it's going it, like just to get to that point. This is my own personal prediction, which is half-assed as anything, but um, I think it's going to be 50 years before we even get to a point to where, you know, this is what we're going to do for the majority of our vehicles on the road. There will have to be laws passed. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and there are going to be people, there's probably going to be major fucking fights, and I don't think we're going to see it worldwide as self-driving cars are a thing until for another hundred years. Oh, yeah. And, and to where, and, and just on those rates, I mean, and those are best. It will probably be a little bit more than a hundred because you're looking at, A, you'd have to, you're going to, you would be dual purposing, right? Like we're going to hit a point somewhere in that 50 years too that we're honestly going to start switching over to electric from gasoline powered have to, so have have to. those as those cars come off the road newly you know new cars will have sort of the the um the gearbox for uh self-driving stuff um built in and then just and then you you look at sorting that out to countries that aren't first world countries, and uh, it's yeah we're looking over a century before every all of a sudden all cars can at least have the option to be self driving yeah or at least have some driver assist in yeah it. yeah yeah I you know because here's the thing that you know the other part of this that um, you know, needs to be addressed. And it's a a really slippery slope is that when you have a self-driving car, that also means that you have remote control of the car. Yeah. Okay. Which opens the door for things that like in our great capitalistic society to say, okay, if you don't pay your, your bill on time, I'm going to disable your car. Yeah. Okay. Which, you know, at first you go, well, yeah, Absolutely. You don't pay your bill. Fuck you. You don't get the car. Well, what happens if two o'clock in the morning, you, you know, your kid falls down and breaks his leg and he's 
needs to go to the hospital and you need to take him to the hospital, right? Or what happens if, you know, something, you know, like that happens and you need to use the car and you can't use the car? Do you say fuck you at that point? Do you say, well, call 911, call the ambulance and, and pay the $1,000 or take $2,000 for that? Do you think, though, that we're going to have in 50 years when that becomes an argument, do you think that we're still going, it's still going to be two grand for an ambulance? That's going to suck. I will be seriously fucking disappointed <laughs> with the human fucking race if in 50 years it's two grand and people aren't just, you know, whisked away to, a, you know, no. a, a hospital. I think that that's going to suck and will be a dark day for all of us. Well, I would agree. But point taken. But if we're going off of, I'm going to play devil's advocate here as far as I could go, mm-hmm. is that if if we're going to go off of this whole capitalistic society and that, that there are going to be systems that they can put in place to, to kill somebody's car effectively, like let's say it's a car payment, right? We'll say it's a car payment. And, you know, you missed your payment. Your car's dead. Fuck you. Okay, well, I'm not going to say, give any judgment whatsoever, the parent of the kid with the broken leg, that they didn't pay the car payment on time. However, I would say that it isn't the company's fault for that. They went into it knowingly going, like, if I don't pay my bill, they're going to shut my car down. And it's not going to be usable. Uh, and they should have thought about that with their, like, I got a kid who doesn't navigate stairs well, apparently, <laughs> and has got bird bird bones. And, uh, you know, so yeah. maybe put two and two together and don't get, maybe get the cheaper car. Maybe get, maybe you get, know. You know, you're right. That That is the other side of the argument. And And you know what? You can make the argument all day long. I'm just saying that life happens. Yeah. You know, and... Do we want to live in a world where we're giving that much power over the bank, you know, over our life to our banks and our cust- in our uh, corporations, where they can have that much control over our day to day? But are we going to have more sophisticated ideas around? Are are we going to have more sophisticated? ideas of ethics for these corporations like now we're kind of like in this golden period and yeah okay whatever this has become like a little scope <laughs> creep from ai but yeah, a little bit sorry but we're in this golden period where you know corporations are getting getting away with like silly things right right like our 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 data is being mined and you know et cetera et cetera and there's hugely unethical things that are going on that they're kind of running running rampant but i don't think that that in and of itself is a paradigm that will last forever i think that with the and, and what does this dovetail into the, when we are are in a place and we'll say 50 years from now 100 years from now as as we become more sophisticated human beings around questions of technology and ethics that we will we'll first of all I, rein ourselves in and keep an ethical mind or or at least make our corporations be ethical um and and that will also feed into um our more sophisticated ways of dealing with technology and artificial intelligence when it arises that we're going to, uh, and this is why I'm such a cynic, because ultimately I really want that fucking Star, Star Trek. So I was deal. just going to say, dude, ultimately we really want Star Trek I mean, so bad. All we got to do, come on, people, just we got to keep getting better. We yeah. got to. We got to. And you're so right. And I so, that's, yes, right? We've got to get Star Trek. And you make the next the ex- an excellent point in, in that, we are we need to be different people and when the technology comes around to the point where this is all possible we as a human race need to become uh will also have grown and become more sophisticated along with our technology 
So the ethics and you know the the rulers that we use to measure uh, you know our our ethics should change. So right. yeah, I mean I, I I get what you're saying and and I I agree with it. I just hope that we find ourselves in Star Trek. What? And yeah. Well, every time we're trying to define um we're trying to define future tech and that's that's really what we are when we're trying to define yeah. AI or robots or androids we're trying to define future tech and we can't help but do that through our the lens of the present well yeah and uh you know it's just like hal 9000 totally fucked us all up for male computer voices really since then that's why that's why most most yeah no shit that's why most that's why most computer voices are females because how yeah 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 because we find that threatening all of a sudden like, it used to be all soothing and shit. Like, you know, C-3PO was quaint. But, yeah, Hal, I don't know which came first, <laughs> Hal or Star Wars. Star Wars, I think. Yeah, I think, Star Wars. I think Star Wars came first. But, yeah, you're right. Hal totally ruined it for everybody. Yeah. You have the setting to change the the home, the, the, the thing. Yeah. To, uh, to mail, but... I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I, I've played around with it. I've experimented with it, but I now I went back to the female, uh, yeah, female voice. Now I have switched it up, and I've tried like the different accents, mm-hmm. like you know, um, but it bugged Tammy. She she thought like she she would be like, no, I'm, <laughs> it's not working for me. Just not into it. Um, but. So- you got to give your AI some bling. Yeah, know? I mean, somewhat. But now I have my problem is is that I've got too too much AI. I've got the Google thing, I've got the Echo thing, and I've got you know the uh, the Apple thing. Mm-hmm. So and depend and and by the way, I utilize all three mm-hmm. pretty extensively. Like you know, mm-hmm. like I like I like my Echo just for music. Like I like I like for in the rest of the house I mm-hmm. like I like like the Google thing, uh, for for my office, and I like the Apple thing for like when I'm roaming around kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I would I would consider out of those three I would consider the Apple thing my, a more personal assistant because yeah. those are active things. Like I'll be like, you know, um, engage. Voice wise, and and by personal assistant, I mean things I engage with my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say I'll say it to set timers and mm-hmm. things like set timers and and set calendar reminders and things like that on the spot. And you can do like voice memos, and that's handy. Yeah. Um, but the other two are just like music players, and you know, and and really the. Uh, the the G home um, <laughs> is way more intelligent than the Echo. Yeah, it is by and large. Yeah, I that's something that I noticed. My my pops uses the Echo, and we use the G home, and it it is by far more interactive and in, and in what it does. And one of the things that I've noticed, and I think you said this once, and I because I remember hearing it, and then I and I totally think you encapsulated it perfectly in that if you say something to the echo that's weird and obscure, and it'll just sort of f- kind of throw up on itself and not say anything. Yeah. You you know if you just say you know how many uh, pounds does a you know blue weigh, though it'll just be like the huh. I don't understand that question. I don't understand that question. But if you ask, you know, G that, you know, how many pounds does blue weigh, it'll it'll give you an answer. It might not be anything close yeah. to it. It may be nonsensical, but you'd be like, you know, Yoda. <laughs> but <laughs> which is as decent an answer as you can get. Exactly. But it'll answer. Like it'll it'll generally come up with something. I mean, every now and then it'll say, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. But it's rare that that it comes back with a, I don't know what you're talking about. 
And so it's pretty it's pretty handy. And so yeah, for me it's it's all all Google all the time. I mean that's yeah. that's pretty much and, what we're in. And I I think and by the way, the Apple one will just look it up for you. It'll be like I found some websites about your fucking question, you <laughs> schmuck. Go read for yourself. That's really what it does. It's like, yeah, I looked it up. Here you go. Yeah. Take that. It's like let me Google that for you. Yep. Totally. And and by the way, I'm okay with that. Uh so I in each one has a different premise though. Mm-hmm. So you've got um you've got you've got the Apple one, which is very much, by the way, I think my favorite out of the group, mainly because it, it has the most privacy. Mm. It utilizes things that are strictly on your device. Yeah. So from a philosophical bent, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that it, the information that I I it it sends is minuscule, um, if at all. Uh, it does a lot of the process, some processing power on the device, so it doesn't have to um, send any information. I like those kinds of things. The other things, by the way, um, the G Home is way, way great. It's it's friendly and it's useful, and I don't even know what the fuck it does with my privacy, or I don't. I, and I, I, yeah, make, shit. I make an absolute assumption that any and all things involving Google are known to Google, and that it goes above and beyond and tries to preemptively. Guess what I'm going to do? And like nine times out of ten, it seems to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from a privacy standpoint, and as far as I wonder who has access to that data, I realize that Google largely has access to that data, so they can provide me with better ads for its clients. Um, but it it makes me wonder about how. How much is too much in that sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and and on the Echo, I know that the Echo is just there to do cool human tricks and sell me <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, no shit. It's for the Amazon. sell me shit. See, that's the thing is the 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 Echo is all about being able to buy shit. Yeah, that's it's that's one of its main sort of reasons for existing is for you to be able to buy shit. But it's also like a third party. It doesn't have a stake in, in either the Apple or the Google ecosystems. Um, it wants its own piece of the pie. Oh, yeah. And and really the Echo is the best sort of, at least for me, it's the best product I've seen from Amazon. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's useful enough. It's cool enough. Um, you know. Yeah, it does what it needs to do. Yeah. And it actually it does sound pretty good too. The speaker is is you know really good. So yeah, so the the AIs that we that we have and really use is, is nice. The other nice thing that I like about um the uh the Google integration, the Android integration is the Android Auto. The 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 car integration that you get with the the Google uh ecosystem is really oh, yeah. is really good. Because it it'll it'll basically uh, take over the the brain of your car. So like if you have the integration, it it it'll it'll take over what's there and replace it with the brain of your phone. Okay, cool. So it it does it has it completely re- replaces the interface and gives you a completely total you know new and different interface that's all Google. It's yeah, all Android. Apple does the same thing. It's CarPlay. Yeah, you know. So they're all in the cahoots. We need to have a third phone system, really. Yeah. That that somebody, like, I've seen, uh, speaking of Amazon, I think Amazon tried it and failed. And then Ubuntu, there was an Ubuntu phone for about five seconds. And I think they sold, like, maybe three phones. And uh, then they just said, hey, guys, we're going to call it a day. And... uh, and, uh, okay, right on. Go. We're going to work on this. Uh, we're going to go no, work on Gnome Shell some more, okay? Um, <laughs> okay, but, an Ubuntu phone. No shit. That's 
That is I some got funny ass shit. For all five of those seconds, I was like highly excited about the Ubuntu phone. I was like, and I was, and there was that part of me, the nagging part, like, oh yeah, that's gonna suck ass. <laughs> you know, that's gonna suck ass, right? It, it's it's gonna be terrible. And and sure enough, every single thing about it was just like, ah, ah. it. It was kind of along the lines of like, well, it doesn't spontaneously catch fire and or explode in your hand. Um, so it it's not at least that. Yeah. Okay. So that's the best thing you could say about it. I can I can imagine that would be about yeah. Like I I think they wanted to do something more robust and it just didn't coalesce. But it, you know the but I would be really interested to in. And then I think Windows Phone, they were just like, I think they... Yeah, they sort of just sort of went after it a little bit and went, eh. Yeah, yeah. why don't we work on this interface a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, and then they just petered out and disappeared. But, yeah, you're right. We need a third and, you know, a third platform that actually does something. Yeah, I think Samsung has Tizen or something like that. Like, they have their own operating system that some Samsung phones run. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it was any great shakes. It, it basically, it, um, yeah, it was its own, it's its own thing. And I think the Android watches run it now. Yeah, I think that, I, I remember Samsung that. The Samsung, the Samsung watch run it. That's right. I, I do remember that. I think it's called like Tizen or, or something. Something like that. Something yeah. similar. Well, if it's anything like Bixby, it can, just, yeah. it can go sit in the corner and have a juice box because I'm not <laughs> playing with it. Yeah, that that's that's definitely an AI that I'm not, yeah. it. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not, not, not a fan. It there just some, doesn't. There's some things they push that it's just like, that's bullshit. Like Cortana. Yeah. Like, look, do not take the, the beloved Halo character and, and, and just yeah. defile her name. You know, it's just like, I realize it's a Microsoft property. And so, yeah, they're going to call her Cortana because that's probably the coolest fucking name. But it, oh, yeah. it never is good. No. It's it's just an annoying thing that that is one of the first things I turn off. I know. It Windows. is. It's like it gets it gets axed right out of the gate because yeah. it's just dumb. So I have an interesting Cortana story. I'm going to totally take a right and go, yes. down, a, go down a Cortana Cortana is an AI. This is official. So here's, this is yeah. well so, within our show range. Okay, so on the, um, on the, the special features for uh, uh, Halo 2, All right. there's, a, there's a moment in Halo 2 where they get separated, Cortana and, you know, you know, they get separated at the beginning of Halo 2, right? And they've spent basically the whole game trying to get back together, uh, Cortana and Master Chief. Yes. Okay. So, oh, yeah, by the way, spoilers, sorry. <laughs> and by the way, if you haven't, if I'm spoiling fucking Halo if, 2. If, by the way, if you're, yeah. like, getting crusty because he, he is spoiling Halo 2 and yet it's... It's 2020, and you haven't played it. Then, um, yeah, just I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm speechless. So, uh, basically, yeah, you, they they lose each other in the beginning. They find each other at the end. Yeah. So there's the moment where they come back together, and it's a super emotional moment. They, you know, or if they come, you know, they they exchange some dialogue, and it's like you know, the, the climax of the game and you fucking cry because it's amazing. And it's like, Oh, it's like, Oh my God. Right. And then, you know, the, the game kind of goes into epilogue. Well, that moment where they find each other, the, the actress that was voicing Cortana, the just couldn't do it. She was in the booth and she was doing the thing and she just couldn't do it. It, like she just over and over and over again was delivering the lines, doing the thing, and the chemistry wasn't there. It it came out flat, and it was just she just sucked. It was it was a terrible terrible moment in in the thing because she uh, was not able to perform as an actor, and so 
they pulled her out of the thing and and she's like and and the the director of the you know was like what the what's up what the fuck is the problem and she's like i don't know what you mean what are you talking about and he's like listen this is the climax of the game like this is this is the whole moment where you guys are separated came back together and this and the other thing this is like the emotional climax of the game this is you need to pour your heart into these lines and she's like it's a video game what are you talking about? I'm delivering the lines. It's, you know, this. And he's like, do you have any idea what this game is about and what it represents? And she's like, it's a video game. <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, okay, you know what? You're going to go on a tour and you're going to go and see what this game is about. And so he sent the actress on tour all around the country on a, basically on a publicity run for the the halo for halo 3 okay or for halo 2 yeah yeah right and she went around and and she had no i mean really had honestly no idea that halo and halo 2 had the sort of following that it had and that it was you know this huge landmark game of of xbox she ran into they brought her to a um a uh, a, a apartment in New York City that had the world record at the time for the longest running land party Halo game that had ever been running. And it had been running for like a number of years to that point or like a year and a half or some ridiculous number. I mean, and you want to talk about some hardcore Halo people, right? These people have been playing for hours and hours and hours. She walks in, they're walking around and she's like, what are these people doing while they're playing Halo and this and the other thing? And like... You know, she's she's sort of looking around and talking and she says something to the person next to her. You know, she's like, oh, well, you know, and, and actually says something out loud. And two of the people around her hear the voice and are like, holy fucking shit. Was that what, who are you? And, and, you know, who are you? What is this? And one guy turned around and said, oh, yeah, she's the voice of Cortana. And the whole place just goes dead. And everybody's like, oh. And looks at her, and she's just standing in the middle of this room with like <laughs> fifty people that were at one point, you know, playing, you know, intense, you know, competitive Halo. Everybody dropped their controllers, didn't give a fuck about the game, and everybody stopped and looked at her. And she was just shattered. She was just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this?" And so it goes on, right, for like a good fifteen minutes of her going on this, you know. Uh, trip mystery tour mystery tour right of figuring out holy shit this is halo right and so she then comes back to the studio and and walks you know walks into the studio and of course editing and all this kind of stuff but she just walks into the studio walks into the booth and just fucking nails the line and and that was how we got that you know clip of master chief and cortana having their emotional moment was because she went and did all this kind of cool shit came back and nailed the line I would have thought that she would have been a bit more professional about it and would not have to have required that tour to give her lines as good as she did. Well, but there you but go. I'm that jerky. I would I would have fired her. Just a video <laughs> game? Just a video game? Are you kidding? Just a video game? She's fucking Cortana. What are you going to do? That's true. You're kind of committed. If she's already Cortana, you're like, oh, fuck. Somebody's got a contract. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But no, that's badass. I mean, there, there's... I think that Microsoft should just stop trying to, to do a thing, you know? Like, it's it's only for Windows, and I don't even know of anybody who's like, oh, have you tried... Oh, isn't it Xbox, too, though? The, you, oh, Halo? Cortana? No. Oh, Cortana? Oh, it's, yeah, it's like, on does Xbox. Does anybody use it? I don't know. Maybe like both people that use it really love it, and so they decided to keep it in. They're like, nah, these everybody these these two people these yeah. two people <laughs> they really like it. So we're gonna leave Cortana. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm you know, I, it's one of those classic examples where you get a couple of people in a boardroom on a whiteboard, and they go, "Wow, what a great idea." And, you know, those two or three people are like, oh, yeah, what a great idea. And then, like, every single other person that uses the tool is like, what the hell is this? 
Yeah, well, and see, that's that's the whole thing is right now, and and by the way, I think that 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 whole thing is really awesome. I think eventually, uh, most of our way of interacting with our computers is going to be verbal, probably, but or a good chunk of it, yeah, a good yeah. chunk of it, um, way more than it is now. Yeah, and I like I've got the Apple thing on my laptop that I can I can do that, but I turned it off because it's like and and it's not intrusive. But it was just like a button that I didn't need, so I don't put it on my on my little taskbar. Yeah, like I don't. If I could, probably if I could just speak verbally and conversationally to my laptop, I would probably to do it, tell it to do more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, and it's kind of almost contraindicated to do so. I guess. No. Yeah, it's not. It's not natural and easy. Yeah. But eventually we'll get there. Probably. So I don't think we necessarily figured out all there was to figure out around a robot slash AI slash synthetic. Like overlords. Overlords to be. Um, but I think that that's a good landscape right there. Like mm-hmm. I think I think that we've kind of gone from major extremes um, you know, we've got the Skynet and Terminator, and then on the other hand, you know, we've got, you know, like data. And, yeah. and who knows, you know what, we might create an AI that's just like, hey, guys, let me help you out. And then I'm going to just, like, do my own thing, but over here, not harmful to you guys, because I realize that you guys are breakable, and uh, I'm just a good guy, um, girl. Uh, I don't think a, an AI would have any sex, probably. Who knows? Um, and or gender, I should say. Yeah, gender. Um, so, in we might look out, and a I'll be like, "Hey, it's cool." Yeah. Hey, um, we'll be we'll be friends. Hmm. But, you never know, right? Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, that's our show, and we're sticking to it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening. We like all of you and uh, love some of you, <laughs> and uh, but we appreciate all of you. Indeed. So, anyway, uh, till next time, I'm Bill. I'm Kel. This is our excellent podcast. Thank you. Bye.